Yo, check it out. Thanks for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you follow this page, soundcloud.com backslash 12 dash Kyle. You can also subscribe to my channel on iTunes as well as Stitcher. And more importantly, pass the word, share it with your family or friends. All right, so today, I'm gonna take you back a little bit. I want you to think for a second, when was the last time that you got drunk? I mean, like, really drunk to the point where, like, you either you know, embarrassed yourself or got sick over yourself or just acted a damn fool. (laughs) I think we all get to a point where you can be drinking at a certain point and then all of a sudden the alcohol kind of consumes you and takes over. Well, today I'm going to share a story about last time that I got drunk. In fact, it's the only time I've got drunk. Um, a little background first. I'm not, I I am like the most social of social drinkers, right? Like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a heavy drinker. In fact, I did not take my first drink until I was 26 years old. Um, didn't drink in high school, didn't drink in college. Why? Because I didn't need to. That's why. <laughs> I just, it, it was something that I just didn't do for no no particular reason. I just, it was just never a desire to. Um, I didn't, you know, when I was in high school, because I was in this drug prevention group when I was in high school and it was dope. Everybody in the school was in it. So it was like the cool thing not to drink or get high. I've never been high before, by the way, either. That's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, so I just, you know, I've never, you know, so in high school, I never had a drink. Then when I got to college, I was playing football and, you know, it, it, there was still no desire to get, you know, to, to drink. It just wasn't. And then coupled with the fact that all of my teammates drank, I mean, somebody, we, somebody needed to be the designated driver. So that was me. Um, and I will tell you this, and maybe I'll share it in another podcast, you will hear some of the funniest stories when big 300 pound guys get drunk and they tell you how much they love you (laughs) and how how great of a competitor or great guy that they think you are you know when people get drunk they tell you know the truth i guess they say liquor is the truth serum so you know i always heard a lot of positive yet downright hilarious things when my teammates got drunk um, not gonna call any names, not gonna point anybody out, at least not on this podcast. But stay tuned. <laughs> Nonetheless, we're gonna be talking about me. Um, so just wanna give you that little background. So I'm like I said, I'm not really somebody who, you know, didn't drink a lot growing up, or didn't drink at all growing up. As a matter of fact, like I said, I was 26 when I had my first drink. Um, so like I said, even right now, I am very much the social drinker. Like I will come to your spot. I'll come to your party. I'll come to your set. I'll have a couple of drinks, maybe two, you know, depending on what you got, you know, and then that's it. And I'm good. Like I don't have to, um, 
you know, just overindulge for no one particular reason. Like I just, just don't like, I'm not really one who I'm not the guy that comes home and says, Oh man, I need a drink. I need a beer. <laughs> I'd be mean, like, that's never been me. Now I did have a certain time in my life when, you know, I was really, really hard on the club scene and, and I would, you know, I had my little club drinks or whatever, you know, my little beer, but I was, I, I, I guess the best way I can describe myself, especially as an early drinker or a late drinker, if you will, um, I was the fruity drinker guy. I was the guy who, you know, I mean, I wasn't drinking no fuzzy navels, but I, you know, drink, you know, stuff that had like a little taste to it, um, kind of sweet, that, that kind of drinker. I wasn't, you know, the, I mean, like I would drink like a martini or something like that. Um, I, I remember my first drink was a Tom Collins. <laughs> Believe it or not, a Tom Collins at 26. So no, it wasn't Mad Dog. It wasn't Coke 45. It wasn't OE. It was Tom Collins. Picture that. Um, nevertheless, like I said, even now I'm very much a social drinker. You know, I, right now I will come to your party. I'll drink, you know, a vodka and cranberry and I'm good. You know, that's it. And I, I'll have like two vodka and cranberries and I'm good. You know, I, I make it a habit of not, you know, overindulging, especially if I know that I'm going to be driving. If I'm driving, depending on the distance, I might have one drink. <laughs> So, you know, I don't need nobody pulling me over for DUIs. I don't need to be going to nobody's jail because I can't make money in jail. Um, nevertheless, uh, so that's that's pretty much where I am. So I'm not really a heavy drinker. Uh, I, I'm the type. Now, I will say over the last, I probably say over the last six years, man, I'm, I've really gotten into wine, um, red wine in particular. Love Merlot. Um, you know, so, but I will drink wine pretty much when I'm just at home because if I drink wine and my, and I can have like maybe two, maybe three glasses, I can crash on the couch. And one thing we all know, you can't get DUIs on the couch, right? That's my motto. Can't get DUIs on the couch. So that's my story. So that's how I get down, right? So, but pretty much right now, you know, if I go out or something, it'll be like a vodka and cranberry or margarita, you know, so that's, so I'm kind of giving you the picture of like where I am when it comes to drinking. Now, you know, if depending on the mood and depending on where I am and depending on if somebody else is driving and depending on what you have at your party, yeah, it might be a Hennessy and Coke or something like that. But you know, I, I don't go that hard. I just don't. Not not for any particular reason. I just don't. Except that one time. And we all have that one time. That one time where we really got drunk. And um, here's my story. <laughs> uh, so let's take it back. Like, it's, it's man, it's been probably, what, about 10 years now? It's been 10 years, right? So... I go back home. I'm, I'm living here in Atlanta. I go back home to my hometown, Florence, South Carolina. Uh, one of my boys, a uh, cat I grew up with, my man Rudy, he's getting married, right? So anytime, you know, you can you can see one of your homies get married, it, it's, it's, a, it's a festive occasion, right? So I'm in the wedding as well. So that makes it even more special. This is my, you know, I've been running with this guy since we were in like seventh grade. 
so the whole so our whole crew is there the crew is the groomsmen and you know we, we're back in our hometown we're having a good time and so i get home you know, i get back in town like early friday afternoon i'm chilling um this weekend was very uh i, I guess the kind of the cards were like in, in in my favor i guess if you will because i came home and my wife was she was actually in a wedding too that particular weekend so she went out of town she was in south carolina as well but she was further away uh and, and we didn't bring the kids with us and i think at the time it was just yeah it was just uh, our oldest two dion and cameron um so like i said it's about 10 years ago so i'm chilling i'm back home mom's house and everything's good and you know i'm getting settled in i threw my bags down you know, say how, say what's up to my mom. Hung out with her for a little while, and then it's like, okay, let's let's it's time to time to get ready. So uh, we go to the wedding rehearsal, which was you know pretty standard wedding rehearsal. You go over the stuff that you're gonna be doing in the wedding or whatever like that. What no big deal for me because hell, I wasn't getting married. I was already married, so I knew what the deal was. I'd already been in a couple of weddings, so I knew the drill. So it was no big deal for me. Um. I was more concerned with the after party. <laughs> I wanted to know what was going down after the sets. I was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. So me and homies, we got together. And uh, so we decided after the uh, wedding rehearsal, we went over to my boy Derek's house. So we go to Dee's crib and that's when drinking starts. Now keep in mind, prior to the drinking, um, we had we we went to the wedding rehearsal dinner and they had you know a lot of and this is where i probably messed up at too is that i had i didn't have a lot of food on my stomach but i did have some i had like i remember eating like fried chicken and collard greens right so i really don't know if you want to mix a night of heavy drinking with fried chicken and collard greens but was, but i remember the fried chicken was so delicious i mean it was dope i was like yo this is some great fried chicken like i didn't you know i hadn't had fried chicken like that in a minute so i mean i was back in the crib it was a good time so you know i'm not really worried about anything i'm i'm good okay so <laughs> we go to d's crib and that's when we start drinking so we st I, I remember i started out um we got when i got to d's crib, I, I wasn't even at d's crib 10 minutes and I grabbed a Heineken. I mean, at that time, and I'm not, trust me, I'm not much of a beer drinker. I've never really been a fan of beer. Uh, right now, I'll drink a Corona, and that's about it. Um, Budweiser, Bud Light, all of that. Uh, nah, never been a fan of beer. Just not. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'll have Coronas. That's about it. Corona's probably about, and I, I did have my little Heineken stage where I was, Heineken is a very, very acquired taste too, for those of you out there who drink beer. Um, nonetheless, so I had one, two Heinekens just at the time that I was at Derek's crib, right? So we're chilling, had a couple of Heinekens, and then somebody, my boy, Zell came through. He had some Hennessy. So I, I distinctly remember taking the bottle of Hennessy from him as soon as he walked in the door. And I grabbed a Coke and I put a little bit of Coke, but I flooded the cup with Hennessy and ice. 
So I'm, 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 but I'm, but again, as you, as you're, I know, I, 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 I see you right now and your head is spinning. Like, why is he doing this? You're mixing Heineken and Hennessy. Um, I wasn't thinking again, this is a festive occasion. I'm back in the crib. My boy's getting married the next day. It's all good. It's all love. So I had like maybe two cups of Hennessy and Coke and I was heavy on the Hennessy, light on the Coke. (laughs) So, uh, you know, we're having a good time now. Fortunate enough for me, I was not driving. So that was, it was perfect. Um, Zelda come and scoop me up. So it was all, all good. So we go to the, you know, we're at D's crib. We're chilling, laughing, joking. I mean, and, and keep in mind, these are my boys. We grew up together, been running with these cats almost 30 years now. Um, and you know, so it's kind of hard to explain, but like when you get with your friends and especially if you haven't seen your friends in a while and it's been a, and it's a festive occasion, you know, the alcohol just starts to flow and you really kind of quietly lose track of what it is that you're drinking. So I, at this point, I remember having the two cups of Hennessy and Coke. Um, I think I had one more Heineken before we left. I'm not sure. Uh, and normally at this point, I'm usually good at knowing where I am as far as how many drinks I've, and I'm, I've never been one to just count and say, oh, this is, you've had this much to drink. You've had, nah, I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, like I said, I'm not much of a drinker, but I know my limitations. And you, one thing I've also learned over a period of time, you also have to understand who you're drinking with. Some people, you, especially if you're not a good drinker, you can't drink with everybody because some people will drink you under the table. <laughs> Shout out to Shelly Shell. <laughs> she drinks like a damn fish. <laughs> Nonetheless. Um, so anyway, I had another Heineken. So that's three Heinekens, two uh, Hennessy and Cokes. All right, so at this point, I'm like, yo, what's next? So, you know, of course, it's the night before my man get married. You know, it's, you know, we thinking, okay, it's the bachelor party. We, it's got to be some type of bachelor party event. Now, I will spare you the details on what took place at the bachelor party because we moved the party to a strip club. And everybody's always down to go to the strip club because you know what the saying was. What's up with them strippers? What's up with them strippers? Let's go to the strip club. <laughs> so we moved the party to the strip club. Other couple other groomsmen come through. Some homies from back home. The groom's brother's there. We get up in there, right? And again, the alcohol starts to flow. I mean, the music is blasting. We're having a good time. The crew is there. These are my dudes, so I haven't really... I haven't seen him in a while, so it's 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 love. It's I mean, this is our bonding moment, and one of our homies is about to get married the next day, and we're gonna be right there with him. So I had a couple more Heinekens at the strip club. <laughs> By this time, I think I lost count. I want to say I had two more Heinekens. I'm not sure. But it, I just remember it was, and, and keep in mind, folks, that this wedding bachelor party 
a whole nine. This weekend took place in July, I think. It was, yeah, July. So it was hot. So, and when we went to the strip club, it was hot up in the strip club. So I, I, I started kind of drinking the Heinekens like it was water. So I think I remember drinking like two more. Yeah, you with me, right? So, <laughs> uh, so I'm up to like two Heinekens at the club. And then, then the groom's brother, he buys everybody uh, a shot. And we start taking shots of Crown. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't really drink Crown. I mean, like I may have had Crown. The times I've had Crown, I could count them on one hand. Not really. Crown has a different kind of taste. And I'm not really, you know, I'm, I'm very picky about brown liquor. Uh, Hennessy was fine. I got no problem with Hennessy. None whatsoever with Hennessy. Um, Crown, me and Crown don't necessarily get along. It's just got a bad taste to it. I'm just not a fan of Crown, right? So, and, and I, I, I apologize for any of you Crown drinkers that I'm offending right now. Um, nonetheless, so <laughs> it's really, really, I have no concept as to what's going on here. So, at this point, um, take a I take I remember taking two shots of Crown, and I mean I just I mean it was back to back, boom boom. <sighs> I stopped for a second after the second shot, and I kind of look around and I'm like, man, this is kind of moving fast. <laughs> I mean, like, everything, it kind of started moving fast a little bit. Everything, the music sounded a little faster. Everybody who I was talking to sounded like they were talking a little faster. And the world kind of started moving fast in the strip club, right? So I'm like, yo, this got to slow down. I have to slow down. So I go to reach in my pocket, and... All I got is like 21s. <laughs> like I had like mad ones in my pocket. And um, so I I asked one of the homies, I was like, yo, buy me a bottle of water. Cause he, he asked me, he said, yo, he said, you want another, you want another round? I'm like, nah, nah, buy me a bottle. Cause because I'd gotten to this point before, once before in a club where I I'd gotten to my limit and somebody told me a long time ago, they said like, yo, if you ever feel like you're getting to your limit, just start drinking water and the water will subside the alcohol and yada, yada, yada. Now, to be honest, I have no clue whether or not that works or not. I just know that it worked for me once before, right? So I get the bottle of water, drinking water, and, you know, maybe about five minutes later, I start feeling better. Things, you know, kind of back to normal. Everybody's not, you know, things not fast anymore. And then it happened. Like, it just started, like, my, my stomach just started feeling bad. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm sending a message from my brain to my stomach. Like, yo, you can't be hurting. You can't be, you know, feeling ill. You're at the bachelor party. This is what we've been waiting on. I mean, and keep in mind, folks, we've been talking and planning all of this stuff we're going to be doing and how much fun we're going to have and ran into a bunch of people at the strip club that we knew. And it was just, I mean, it was all love. And here I am, my stomach is, you know, not feeling good. And so then my mouth got dry. 
And when my mouth got dry, I tried to drink more water. <sighs> bad move, bad move. Because the more water I drank, the drier my mouth got, right? So at one point, my mouth felt about as dry as a day <laughs> in the desert. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, and, and keep in mind, folks, I'm not at this point, I don't even consider myself being drunk. I just could not, I'm, I'm not feeling good. And then I didn't want, you know, because you're, you're with your homies, you don't want to show that you're sick or that you're not feeling good or that you can't handle your liquor. <laughs> you know, because that's the worst thing you want to do is be the dude that can't handle his liquor. <sighs> so I remember I was leaning up against the bar and I was talking to, you know, one of the, one of the dancers there. Right. And one of the other homies was on the side of me. And that's all I remember. I just remember standing there just like that. And then I said, excuse me for one second. Before I could even make it to the bathroom, I'll save you, I'll spare you the, 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 the details as to what came out, but let's just say I got sick in the club, right? I mean, I got sick all in the middle of the club. I mean, how embarrassing is that to get sick in the strip club? I felt bad. <laughs> I can't even lie. I felt so bad. But I actually felt better. So I made my way to the bathroom, cleaned myself up. And the most awkward part was when I had to come out of the bathroom and come back inside the strip club with the rest of the fellas. Everybody, I feel like even all the strippers just had this look on their face like, dude, you got sick in the club, in the strip club of all places. You just gonna do this up in here like this? But you know what? I didn't even care. I ain't gonna front. I didn't care because I felt better. And I just, I remember going to Zell. I was like, yo, let me hold your keys. <laughs> and he was like, keys for what? I said, hey, man, I just need to go lay down in your car. And I proceeded to go and lay down in the passenger seat of his car. And I slept, man, it felt like I slept for eight hours. But I only slept for like maybe 30 minutes. And maybe an hour. I don't even know how long. And to be honest, and, and, and I'm pretty sure the homies, they're listening to this podcast. They could probably tell you how long I slept in the car. I don't think it was that long, but I was <laughs> I was in there for a while. Nonetheless, I remember the next thing I remember, the car cranking up. And I was like, yo, we, where we going? I was like, man, we're going home. You went, to, you, you went to sleep and you threw up in the club. You know, we we're going home. The night is over. And I mean, like I looked up and strippers were leaving and I was like, damn, man, I missed out. Like, I mean, I had already, you know, had a little fun in there, but still, I mean, I was, this wasn't going the way that it was supposed to be going. Right. So my man Zell drives me home. And if you guys remember the scene in house party, Cause, Cause, to be honest, I don't even remember getting out of the car. I don't remember getting to the front door. I don't even remember pulling out my key to go in my mom's house. And keep in mind, my mom is asleep, um, so I didn't want to ring the doorbell and wake her up. 
And if you remember the movie House Party, remember when uh, they took the dude to the house and they rang the doorbell and broke out? That's what Zell did to me. <laughs> Not being like, he just left me standing at the door and he rang the doorbell and next thing I know, he's pulling out of my driveway. And, um, you know, I, I didn't stumble or anything. I just, I walked to the bedroom. I didn't take a shower. I just remember falling across the bed in the same clothes. Now, keep in mind, I did not, when I got sick in the club, I didn't get sick on myself. So I was still clean. My shirt was still clean, but I fell asleep in the clothes that I wore to the club. And I just remember laying on the bed and the, all of a sudden the room started spinning. And so I closed my eyes and the room started spinning even faster. I was like, yo, dude, you cannot get sick in your mom's house like you can't do this like this like yo this can't happen so i drifted off to sleep woke up the next morning took a shower got out of the clothes and the phone rings it's my dad my dad lives on the other side of town my dad's like hey you know i know you know you guys had a good time last night he's talking and talking i don't and to be honest i don't even remember anything he was saying the last thing i remember him saying was Come on over for breakfast. I'm cooking. And so anytime my dad, anytime I'm home, my dad always cooks breakfast and, you know, big breakfast. So I know we going to have pancakes and bacon and sausage and eggs and grits and all this stuff like that, man. And I, my stomach, I didn't feel, I didn't have to throw up, but my stomach still wasn't like where it needed to be. Right. So I just, I was like, so I, I agreed to come over, but I wasn't really sure how it was going to be. Right. So I get to my dad's house and I walk in and as soon as I walk in, the smell from the pancakes and the bacon and all of that stuff, it made my stomach feel worse. And it, my head wasn't hurting anything, but then it, it kind of dawned on me like I was still buzzing from the night before. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be buzzing because like this wedding is going to start in like three hours. And I sat there and, you know, my dad was talking to me and, and I and at the time and it was funny was I don't think my dad realized that I was drunk. I don't I don't think he do. I don't think he knew it. I don't think he did because um, he's talking to me and everything. He's like, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm just a little tired from the trip. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And my stomach felt worse. I mean, by the moment. And then so. He cooks his big breakfast. And I felt bad, man, because he, I had like four pancakes. He had eggs. He had bacon. All I could do was eat like two pieces of bacon. And that was it. And he was like, you don't feel good? I said, yeah, I said, I'm just tired. I, said, I thought I was hungry. I was like, I guess I'm not hungry. And I, I never let on that I was sick or that I wasn't feeling good. But I'm surprised, even to this day, he's never said anything about it, but I, I was still drunk. Like, I was still feeling the effects from the night before. And so, at that point, after I ate the bacon or whatever, I was like, yo, I need to, I said, my stomach feeling kind of weird. I said, I'm, I said, I'm, I'm probably just going to give me a Sprite or something. And so, I told him, I was like, all right, well, let me go home. I had to go back home. I changed clothes, got, you know, through later, somebody knocked on my window and it was like, yeah, you, yo, we got to go in here. And I walked into church. And surprisingly, by the time I walked into church,
I felt better. I actually felt like myself once I got in the house of the Lord. <laughs> I don't know what happened, man, but I felt I felt I was back to myself once I got inside the church. But I literally did not sober up from the night before until 30 minutes before my boy was about to get married. And that is the last time that I got drunk. I don't, I don't think I'll, and you know what, I, I can't sit here and say that I won't ever get drunk again, um, because I mean, sometimes stuff happens. Now, you, one thing you will never, you will never hear me, you know, you'll never hear about me being like pissy drunk or sloppy drunk or drunk in front of my kids, because you, that, that's just not my style. That's not how I get now, right? But, um, who knows if there's a, a weekend where I get with my, with my boys again and we're hanging out and maybe one of the other homies get married or something like that. I mean, it could happen. I, I promise you I won't throw up on any strippers <laughs> next time. I promise you I won't. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's how it went down. So that was the last time that I got drunk. What about you? When was the last time that you got drunk? Hit me up and let me know what you think. That's going to do it for this podcast. I'm going to holler at you next time. Peace.